Community Culture and Class in America, live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with uh, the the owner of the Melissa Channel, and we'll be telling you about that uh, uh, on Roku and Amazon Fire and and so many other things. So if you have content and you want to pitch it, you got to pitch it to uh, to Melissa. You can go to melissaiteldjoran.com, and I assure you, when it's all up and and set and running, it's going to be very entertaining. Be able to watch her on TV, not only on on video on. Um, uh, you know, on computer and here on 124 different outlets, the multimedia mogul at this point, uh, Melissa Itell Juren is our host each and every week and binge listen, binge listen to a whole bunch of things, cherry pick, and you could uh, you could hear so many different things. Melissa, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? I'm doing well, and uh, you know the the January 6th show, uh, as you called it, just off. <laughs> <laughs> off, uh, off, Mike. You called it the January sixth show, with starring Liz Cheney and Adam Schiff and and everyone else. And, and uh, uh, that other guy, the, her co-chair, the, uh, this guy from, uh, I don't know where he's from, Mississippi or someplace. I don't. I, I, I A lot of people were saying who they were asking, who is that? <laughs> I'm sure the accent adds to the the drama, right? Adds to the, the yes. Film. So yes. You got a, you got yes. a couple different mixes here. I, I and I know you didn't watch it all, and I I didn't watch no. any of it. Uh, but what no. uh, what what was your take on what you could see? Well, I could uh, as far as I could tell. I I thought it was uh, you know it was it was pa- packaged pretty well. I mean, they did have an, a former ABC producer behind the scenes who who, who uh, coordinated the whole thing. Um, and you know, it was what I what I, I I assumed it would be. This is an indictment of, of Trump uh, because they don't want him to run again. Uh, I mean, it isn't important because we we were shown uh, footage of, of of scenes that actually occurred that were not made public at the time, and and they were in their you know in their raw splendor um, with all the you know the assembled people. Who broke into the Capitol and was must have been quite a, a scene then. And, it, and if I had been there, I think I would have been scared out of my wits. Uh, and, and I'm not. I'm. I'm. You know, I condemn the violence. I condemn the destruction uh, and, and defacement of, of, of public property, of government grounds. Um, but on the other hand, there are several criticisms that still uh, that, that are still valid. Several things that stand out that. The no one on the committee, and we heard mostly from Liz Cheney, who is the, the vice chair and one of the two Republicans who uh, just, who left their party to um, to take on this you know, this quest to you know put the, the blame on Trump as the source of all this, which I think is going to be very hard. Now they can't, you know, they can't indict him. They can't, you know, haul him in. Although, um, you know, if you've been listening the past couple of days to news reports about uh, Trump, former Trump officials like Peter Navarro, who was actually in leg shackles and treated like a, you know, like a mass murderer when they, you know, because he refused to cooperate and they threw him in the, in John Hinckley's old solitary cell. No kidding. Uh, and they was had, it, was they it specifically did. Hinckley's? 
I'm sorry? It was it specifically the, the same cell that Hinckley yes. uh, shared? Yes. Well, not yes. shared, but and, and it, was, it was isolated? Was, yes. Yes, that's what Peter Navarro said, and he was he had leg shackles on him, and I mean they really gave him the works. I mean that, it reminds me of what they did to to Ghislaine Maxwell um, when they when they first you know hauled her into the uh, the prison in uh, Sunset Park, Brooklyn, and she's still there. She's awaiting sentencing, and she was complaining that she had the shackles on and she couldn't she couldn't get up on the, you know into the the paddy wagon. She had to crawl onto the paddy wagon. I mean. They, and she's not, you know, she's not an axe murderer. She's, I'm not, you know, she did was, you know, unconscionable. But still, in all, I think for, for the effect and the notoriety, this is what happened. But, um, yes, they, they, I think they, they showed a very, uh, a very telling portrayal of, of, of the, the, the mayhem and, and, and the ensuing violence. And, and, and yeah, I, some of these people did not look. These were not savory characters. They were unsavory, at, at, uh, to say the least. I mean, this, these were... These were rednecks. These were, you know, I mean, who else would want to storm in there and, and you know, and, and lay siege to, you know, the, the, the capital and, 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 at the, and, and put other people's lives at, 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 in peril and fight with, against the officers. But there are some glaring criticisms, which we can go into later. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, really uh, uh, something else. If you go to MelissaItellJoran.com, you can watch two documentaries. You'll soon be able to see them on the Melissa channel, on Roku, and uh, Amazon Fire, and different spots. But uh, here, right now, with uh, Frank McKay, uh, Melissa I Tell Joran, our host each and every week. Melissa, when you when you get into the uh, when you get into the the nitty gritty, uh, former President Trump sums it up in, in one sentence. He said, they're all political hacks that are doing this, right? That's, that's what he said on it, and they're all political hacks. And by saying that, by doing that, he kind of, uh, he kind of gives his followers a, uh, you know, a yardstick by how to, uh, how to measure this. And it's not dumb. You know? It's not a dumb thing for him to do because we're all watching it, and it is very partisan. Unlike Watergate, for example, right? And again, I'm not saying that it wasn't horrendous what happened on, on January mm -hmm. 6th. I went down there the, the night of, you know, I got, I, as soon as it was going on, I started driving down there. And when, um, when, uh, when that all happened, you know, when that, uh, when that all happened, it was horrendous and, and whatever. But uh, they're going to try to tie it directly to Trump. And you said, I think uh, correctly, it's going to be very difficult for them to do. What would they have to do in your mind to uh, to somehow use this to get him not to run again? It's, uh, it, it's a really long stretch. It's a Hail Mary pass uh, to hope mm -hmm. for that. They'd have to show that he was directly responsible. They can say, they can insinuate that he incited these these riots. But the, the point is, and this is I, I, this is after listening to many commentaries on, on on this and reviewing what the events that happened. Many of these so-called um, rioters, um, and they are rioters. These are the these are not the the uh, you know the epitome of of, of 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 humankind. Let's face it. I mean, there were some there that I think were just lost, like the guy in beer in bear skin, or or you know with the ram's hat. I think he was you know he didn't mean to hurt anyone. I think he just got. He got tied up in the wrong crowd, 
uh, you know, mis- misguided. There were some misguided people. Not everybody was out to bash, you know, to, to hang Mike Pence. Uh, most of them were. They were quite, you know, this is a redneck crowd, let's face it. I'm not, I, I don't, uh, I am not condoning what they did. I think that was, it was a horrible day. But there were several things that happened that exacerbated the situation, namely the fact that doors were open and that the police were letting people in. And um, there's a controversy stewing now. Um, Nancy Pelosi did not want the National Guard. She did not want reinforcements. And the mayor of Washington, D.C., uh, said she absolutely did not want any, any National Guard troops there at all. And, but, but if you know that there's a possibility of a massive, you know, um, uh, a massive crowd surge, why not? You think there's a, there's a danger. There's, 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 obviously, they lost control of the crowd. It was it was a mob a mob scene. Why didn't you call in reinforcements to begin with? You know, you could point out those fallacies. Um, yeah, it's just you know, it's amazing. There's a lot that there's a lot that went wrong. There's a lot that was uh, just stupidly handled. And you said rednecks. A lot of those folks were mm-hmm. rednecks, and I'm not saying they all were. I think some of the people that mm-hmm. were there uh, were were protesting. They were they were obviously pro-Trump. And uh, they were they were folks that were of that bent, and they were angry. And they some of them thought they were going to some kind of uh, protest, but they got caught right. up, and and shame on them for following along with the crowd. Uh, yeah. You know, I think if I was in their in their positions, I I would have gotten out. I I'm not going into the uh, the Capitol illegally, but again, it's easy to say now. You know, at the yeah. time, people uh, might be like. Right. You know, and and you know, people in our position, your position, and my position, might follow in to to cover mm-hmm. it, so we can talk about right. it and say, yeah, well, we were right. there, exactly. and this is what happened. So that would have been an unusual uh, uh, situation to to say the least. But I had no idea what was going on until uh, someone, and I was up in Kingston, and, and someone had reached out to me and said, "Do you see what's going on? You see what's going down in in Washington." And I was driving down from Kin- Kingston, New York, which is upstate New York before Albany. But, um, I, you know, I was heading back down to Long Island mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. I, you know, heard some of this. And I said, no, they said that, you know, people stormed the Capitol. And I said, people stormed the Capitol. What are you talking about? And as they're explaining it to me, I just I, instead of going to Long Island, I, I started driving towards, uh, you know, Washington. Washington. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. went down and uh, it was. Uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. It was a crazy yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, moment, and just to see what happened. And obviously, I got there in the aftermath. But the hotel is where I, I spent all night just uh, conducting unofficial interviews. I didn't record anybody uh, because I was, you know, I was nervous. But they were normal, you know, everyday people. Some of them very dumb, you know. I'm not saying mm-hmm. all of them, but some very dumb. A lot of them were uh, very proud of their selfies that they were taking or pictures of them uh, that got caught on the news. They were proud of it. They thought they were throwing mm-hmm. tea in, in Boston yeah. Harbor. I mean, yeah. they, you know, they, uh, that was uh, it was nothing to be ashamed of uh, from their standpoint. And it was terrible, of course. And then we found out afterwards about the death uh, and, the, and the different deaths that, uh, that occurred from it or whatever. Ridiculous. And it was a horrendous thing to do. But those people there weren't, uh, you know, weren't acting in their minds uh, in any kind of, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
bad way. I mean, they 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 were very proud of what they're doing. Frank McCann yeah. here, so much yeah. more importantly, MelissaIteljuren.com is a starting point for all things Melissa. Melissa, uh, with with what I just said, uh, how do you respond to that now? And and again, this is a year and a half later. Right, right. Well, yeah, they were followed. They they were a lot of them were caught up in this, and there were some who were real, you know, grassroots, uh, you know. Um, far-right followers of the president. Now, I'm not, I am not, um, I, I am not um, elite, um, relieving the president of any, of any responsibility. He should have called right off the bat. He should have said, you know, stop this, non, you know, stop this. This is not going to lead to anything. He should have said something. He may have, you know, he probably did um, incite them with, with his words. Because you know, this was January 6th. The, the the election had already been decided a couple of days after November third, twenty twenty, and we were in, in we were bombarded with all these um, with, with the Trump camp saying, oh, the election was stolen, and 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 you had Giuliani and 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 the um, uh, the, 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 the the woman attorney, I forget her name. Uh, they were on every every other moment. They were on, they were holding a, a press conference. And, you know, then we have we know we we, we know it's time to. Uh, you know, we've got we've got the goods on this. This has all been stolen, and uh, I mean, it, it's it's uh, were there was there any um, uh, you know any foul play in the with the election? That's possible, but he Biden did have you know he won the election, and I, I mean, if, if you're going to base it, I know on 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 on, on some fantastic you know uh, belief that the, the that the you know the, the machines were you know the, the that the um, the machines were ha- were sabotaged, and you know what? I, I think they, the, the president wasn't listening to the, the American people at that time. Many people who were interviewed, and I'm not saying that's a you know a a 100 percent validation of of uh, Biden's election. Many people were saying, "I'm not voting for Trump," or "I voted for Trump," or "I hope you know anybody but Trump." You know, the, you could tell the tide was turning at that time. That's why Biden got elected. And he did have, you know, he 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 had an, enough of a majority, you know, a plurality to to win the election, no doubt about it. Um, but you know, it, it, elections are, are are won and they're lost. Jimmy Carter suffered an embarrassing defeat um, when Ronald Reagan had that landslide. But yet Jimmy Carter didn't say, "Well, my election was lost because they cheated." They, <laughs> he, you know, he. He knew he had a, you know, he knew the the day before that things were not going to go his way, and when it happened, he graciously, you know, conceded and he went back to planes and you know I'm sure he felt bad, but he didn't start saying you know Ronald Reagan I'm going after Ronald Reagan we're gonna you know let's break into the Capitol I mean you know it's this is unbecoming of a president and and because he he wanted to hold on to his power he couldn't accept the fact that uh, the people the people spoke that this was the whether or not you could even prove that these machines these voting machines were 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 um, were sabotaged that's an, that's that's been hard to even prove and then and then to to take on you know the secretary of state uh, in Georgia and 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 the governor it's 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 just absurd it's really absurd and 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 look what's happened to Giuliani he you know his reputation i think is is in the it's in the bucket you know uh it, very interesting if and one of the things that i pointed out to uh you know uh to people uh was Lindsey Graham and his actions on that particular day right after the the whole thing happened what he said, and, and I, you know, I'm paraphrasing, 
But just to, you know, set the stage a little, Lindsey Graham, senator from South Carolina, one of the best friends of, uh, the best friend of, of John McCain, the late great uh, senator, John McCain, war hero. Lindsey Graham was his best friend, and you know, I knew mm-hmm. that from McCain directly. And Lindsey Graham, I've met several times, but he was also very supportive of President Trump, which, by the way, a lot of people were, were like, hey, how could you do that? Your best friend is McCain and, uh, and, and you know, President Trump before he was president you know, uh, uh, crushed McCain with all kinds of things and said terrible things and whatever. But what Lindsey Graham became known as over four years uh, was at at worst, what, well, worst, uh, you know, <laughs> worst is uh, is hard to, uh, to examine. But at best, um, he was an apologist for Trump, for uh, for President mm-hmm. Trump, right? He, anything that Trump did, he uh, it was uh, it was okay, and he he backed him up. And the worst, who knows, you know what that what that ceiling is on on what would be the worst that Lindsey Graham uh, would be accused of. But let's go with the the Trump apologist. Uh, he okay. became one of uh, Donald Trump, President Donald Trump's very most ardent supporters. And on January sixth, what he said is, uh, is is that when the and when the election came in and they said we got uh, thousands, tens of thousands of, of things or hundreds of thousands of examples of of fraud. And Lindsey Graham said, OK, uh, get them to me. And they didn't. And uh, then he says, OK, well, uh, can you get me 10,000? And again, I'm paraphrasing. I don't know in, in uh-huh. what denominations they went down or whatever. And, and he says, OK, um, you know, get me a thousand. You can't get me a thousand. Get me uh, get me a hundred. All right, get me one example, and this is Lindsey Graham saying this that night, right? Uh, get me one example of blatant fraud, and you know, let us see it. Let's see what it is. And I couldn't get that one. There was no examples of blatant fraud. Now I know people listening are going to say, "Oh no, we got great fraud and all this." All right, well, but. I'm not saying this. Lindsey Graham said this. So when he said it, he kind of poked holes in just about everything that uh, the president was saying and uh, and Mayor Giuliani was saying and everything else. I don't know. If you, do you remember Lindsey Graham uh, saying all of that, Melissa? He certainly said a lot. <laughs> yeah, right. And he was a big supporter of President Trump. So I know. It, it I know. carried a certain amount of credibility, a tremendous amount of credibility. Exactly. It did, yes. Um, but that's what you have. You have Republicans now. That, uh, the, a lot of the, most of the party is dominated by support for Trump. I mean, they are beholden to him. They still see him as head of the party. And I don't know if that's a good thing, because they're taking an awfully big chance. If uh, and I know he'd love to run again, but I mean, if he gets indicted, I don't know how easy or hard that will be. To, to indict him on, uh, he's already, you know, uh, he and his family are already going to be, uh, they already have to appear for depositions. Um, that may be barking up the wrong tree. He may, they may encounter another loss, you know, uh, yet again. Um, they, they should just turn away from him and look to other people in the party. Well, listen, that being said, the reason there's support of, of uh, President, you know, former President Donald Trump in the Republican Party is that he's popular with the people. Out here in Suffolk County, I think his numbers are still 60% approval. Mm-hmm. That's in my county. Your county is a little more left, but I, I'll bet you anything yes. uh, mm-hmm. among Republicans, 
you know, tremendous support. And by the way, uh, 70% of Republicans, if you just take everybody else out, I'm talking 60% were of everybody, of voters out here and in, in, in my district, parts of uh, Suffolk County, his numbers are like 60%. Certainly not, you know, when you add every everybody in all across Suffolk County. But uh, if you add, if, if you take the numbers of, of Suffolk County Republicans and who consider themselves supporters of Trump, it's over 70 percent. That's a tremendous number. And that's why that's why they can't move away from them. They can't turn around and say, hey, to hell with you. Um, we're, we're not dealing with you anymore. Uh, if they do that, they're dead. I mean, you can't, uh, you know, he's going to, you know, if he goes on a, on the warpath or if he ever ran as an independent, which is what I originally <laughs> wanted him to do. If uh, if Trump does that, then, the, you know, the Republican Party is finished. So they've got to they've got to handle this with with kid gloves. It's a very, very dangerous situation they, they for them be. because they have a chip shot in uh, in 2024. If they're just unified, right? I mean, the uh, mm-hmm. the average gas price right now, the average ga- gas price in New York State is five dollars and five cents. I mean, it's uh, five dollars and five cents a gallon, which is unbelievable. the The national average is a little bit lower than that, I believe, but they're going to blame that. And they used to call this pocket pocketbook voting. And I don't know if they still do, but they used to call that pocketbook uh, book voting. And if, uh, if you look at it, Melissa, uh, so many people, so many people um, uh, are, are going to vote against Democrats because of how the economy is looking. We're looking at stagflation. We're looking at everything else. But the January 6th report seems to be the one thing that that Dems could point to, that Democrats can point to, um, to to help slow things down. The other is Roe v. Wade. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, uh, Melissa Itell Jorn is our host each and every week. Melissa, I, I said kind of a mouthful there, but uh, your response to to all of that and and mainly why the Republicans can't walk away from Trump. I don't know. They just—it's like kiss the ring. It reminds me of uh, you know the, the Godfather. <laughs> yeah. Kevin McCarthy went down to Mar-a-Lago to kiss the ring. Exactly. Or take or or take the knee or whatever it is if you, if you want to do game, the game of Bend Thrones. The knee, like in, yeah. Game of Thrones. Right. Right. Oh my God. I don't know. This is just terrible. I want to make one. I just want to say one thing. I I I feel this is a you know, this is a this was a terrible day in American history. Um, it looked as though our, our democracy was threatened. We, we, you know, there, there are we have constitutional laws about protecting our democracy and our public buildings and that and what they represent. And um, going into the there and 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 brandishing weapons and, and attacking police and 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 breaking into offices. Uh, even Nancy Pelosi, she there was no right that a person to go into that office. And he was this guy was was. He was. Um, he's. He, I think he's in jail now. He, he, and 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 with the intent of hanging Nancy Pelosi or killing, stringing her up, stringing up Mike Pence, who did his constitutional duty. I mean, that's just ab- abhorrent. On the other side of the coin, I want to. I, I I want to question why. Where is the outrage about what happened two years ago during the Black Lives Matter riots in the wake of George Floyd's right. death? 
Okay, I had no doubt. When I first saw, saw the video, and this was early on, I was horrified when I saw how, how he, he died at the hands of these. I mean, these officers thought they were, you know, they were back in, I don't know, you know, um, in, in, in antebellum America or something. Uh, but where is the outrage of what happened in the ensuing months when the Black Lives Matter went through all the major cities and towns, um, uh, vandalizing buildings, um, accosting innocent people, business owners, but just because they were white? What about that? And then, of course, they, they didn't wear masks. Well, uh, people could kill and they could may make mayhem, they could do whatever. How come no one said anything? Why is it that it was okay for that to occur and for... Um, Kamala Harris to say we're going to raise money for their bail. We're going to put up an, an account so they can they can get them out of jail. Why is that okay? Why doesn't someone? I mean, people have said things, but where's the you know where's the just, why is there justification for that? That's that was bad too. That was mass rioting. I mean, people were were business owners were beaten up. Downtown Manhattan was a war zone. People. People died during the and and again, this is a, not a rhetorical question. I, I'm I'm asking this question, but I'm sure during all of the Black Lives Matter uh, protests that people had died, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Do we do we have yes statistics yes? On it? People were definitely injured. Um, I don't know how many uh, how many how many of the uh, the incidents were were fatalities, but yes, this was very serious. Yeah. This was very. This was bad. Curtis Lewer went down there with his guardian angels to guard businesses. He got beaten up. He got his jaw broken. I mean, it, it was. It, we we have this on. We have footage of it. We we you know this is this is public record. Why was that okay? Why doesn't someone say something about that? And you know the the, the founder of Black Lives Matter. She's I don't know her name. She's making a ton of money. She owns property. She's a millionaire. Yeah, all of a sudden, she wasn't before Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter. No, no. Yeah, no. Listen, you're making a, you're making the double standard uh, point that that a lot of people are going to are going to ask. And you said it properly. What happened to George Floyd was horrendous. It was a murder. We watched George yeah. uh, George Floyd um, be murdered is uh, by a cop by a uh, by a disgusting cop. Um, mm-hmm. You know, hopefully we'll, we'll be in jail for the rest of his life. Uh, Chauvin, I think, Derek Chauvin, a disgraceful man, uh, terrible. And what happened to George Floyd was disgusting. But, right, the aftermath of that. And, by the way, there's a big difference between peaceful protesting and, uh, and, and what we saw on January 6th and what we saw in certain Black Lives Matter situations. Um Terrible, uh, terrible examples of of anything but violence. I mean, a revolutionary, um, I, you know, type actions taken against us um, uh, and and our society, and both of them should be condemned uh, equally when they got out of there. And again, I, I'm all for peaceful protest, uh, right. but what mm-hmm. we saw on January sixth. Um, wasn't peaceful, and what we saw in 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 the riots riots that uh, that occurred, uh, and by the way, certain people, certain uh, uh, individuals, and groups of people um, enjoyed the 
and enjoyed the protest because it gave them uh, cover to commit violence or to commit crimes and to commit other things. There's a lot of disgraceful people out there, and we saw it over these last two years. We saw a tremendous... Um, terrible examples on both sides and whether it was from uh, from the aftermath the people that that uh, evil uh, you know e you know evil coming out of them uh, took advantage of the black lives matter protest and did what they did and uh, and and the the folks that uh, that just callously and and evil coming out of them on uh, January 6th. Just disgraceful examples on both sides, but people aren't necessarily saying that. Frank McKay here, so much more importantly, you'll listen to the Melissa Itell Journal Show, and Melissa is our host each and every week. Melissa, think about it, right? There's very few mm -hmm. people that I could, I could say, and, and from the right or the left, that's basically saying what you're what you're doing, you're condemning uh, the, the folks that uh, that that caused the death on January 6th, and uh, and you're also pointing out the Black Lives Matter, uh, uh, not the peaceful protest, but the um, the violent protest that uh, that came there. And think about it: Are you seeing anybody talk or hearing anybody talk about it, or seeing anybody on TV that? That really give a, a a good balance of what uh, what both sides have been, or are you on one side or the other? I don't mean you, but I mean uh, you know Fox uh, Fox News and what they're doing are yeah. are always um, all you know like all over the the right. They're on the they're on the side of the right, and they're uh, they're always seen as being anti-Black Lives Matter, and CNN the right. opposite, right? They're always uh, against mm -hmm. uh, against the right and on the side of of others. Uh, do you see a balance uh, in any reporting that that you're either listening to on radio or uh, watching on TV? Well, we know Fox didn't carry the uh, January sixth uh, hearing show. Um, it's the problem. It's it's, it's so partisan, uh, you know. And and and, and uh, a lot of people don't. Many people do not hold Fox in very high regard because they feel it's you know it's a, it's the Sean Hannity um, uh, uh, view of the world, the Sean Hannity uh, uh, and view of the world, and. Um, it's not. It's 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 not a. It's a tainted view. If you, and if you believe that, and and, and you're, then you probably you know feel that that uh, you that that Trump could have could do no wrong, you know. And it, I mean, you can if you're in a, it, it, the thing. The point I was making was, can they absolutely say that he incited them? I mean, he his. I mean, yeah, he could have stopped it. His reaction could have been different. He could have put an, an end to this before it went out of hand. But um, was everybody there at the at the at the storming of the Capitol? Was everybody there present for his speech? And and there's evidence that they weren't. So you can't connect the two. Is they and the committee has no power to bring down Trump. I mean, they maybe it's just to, to they have to reveal this. They have to put present this to the American public to show the events that occurred. Uh, and of course, we know that their ultimate goal is to is to stop Trump from running again, to to vilify him, to to show the public this is the villain, this is who he really is. 
this is a man who who would make the, the country a dictatorship. He's a, he's a, an autocrat. He's a demagogue. He's you know he 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 aligns himself with the 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 basis elements in in in, in American society, which they say are anti-American, um, far right, anti-Semitic. And yes, there was somebody there wearing a Camp Auschwitz T-shirt. That is wow. so, that's a horrible optic, a horrible thing. Amazing. I mean, really. But these are his followers. These were his followers. I don't think he was advertising for them, but his rhetoric and his, you know, his anti-establishment, um, you know, anti-Washington, um, uh, and, and and some of his uh, his his, I guess, his own uh, egotism attracted people like that to his uh, to his rallies and you see i mean and he, even his people have said well these are the these are the people who come to our who come to the rallies mm-hmm. we're not we're not advertising for them we don't want camp auschwitz necessarily you but know, those are the people who come you know it, it's one of the one of the stems of criticism that former president trump had is he wouldn't and and who were they called? That not the Proud Boys, or but he wouldn't criticize someone who was clearly yeah. a, a hate group, and I, I can't think of who it was exactly. But I think they asked him at one of the town hall meetings or a mm-hmm. uh, one of the debates, and uh, and they said, "Well, what do you think uh, about them?" And he just he just would not criticize yeah. them, and mm-hmm. you know I think it, there's. There's a, a tendency that if you have supporters, uh, it's not to criticize the supporters, especially when you're so maligned by uh, by the other side. And when there's a uh, when there's a group of people that are out to get you, no matter what you do. I mean, look, there's a group of people that whatever Trump would do. I mean, he could cure cancer. He could do, you know, he could do this. He could do that. And no matter what he does, it's not going to be. It's not going to be good. It's going to be terrible. Uh, they'll say, uh, you know, if, if Trump can't, uh, cured cancer, they would say, look at how many doctors he put out of uh, out of work. By cure, you know, it, it would be that, right? So the thing is, right. he has right. that. So his tendency is to to not alienate the people that are supporting him. And some of the people that were supporting him are horrendous people and anti-Semites and bigots mm-hmm. and anti-black mm-hmm. and anti-Hispanic and, and whatever. And, you know, it, it would have been uh, it would have been interesting to see what happened if he just criticized uh, the or, or accepted people criticizing some of the extreme bigots that are in his following or that were in his following. And I, I don't think he would have lost much support, to be honest with you. I don't I don't think there would have been a lot of people um, going, uh, you know, going nuts on him if he would have done that. Um, some people, yes. But I, I, I don't think I think he could have handled that differently. He just didn't want to take a chance. Your thought on all of that? He stops himself. He stops short of condemning those people. And if you go back to the, uh, this is what uh, you reminded me, uh, what your comment reminded me of was the the 2017 Charlottesville, um, uh, what do we call massacre riot, where members of that uh, that far right group went against Antifa, and and uh, one of the one of the you know one of the uh, uh, participants, if you will mowed down the crowd and killing uh, killing one of killing a young girl 
And uh, the president's response, I think, uh, it was, I think some of it, you know, we heard sound bites. We didn't hear the whole thing, but the sound bite that mattered, the one that really got people um, irked and fired up, if they weren't already, or they were looking for, um, um, they were looking for some kind of, uh, justification for their their hatred of him was when he said there were some good people there there were some bad people there and then that and then we heard joy joe biden say oh this is awful this is just you know uh, this is uh, unconscionable i don't know if he used those words but he claimed that that's what made him decide to run for president he was happy in retirement um i don't know i think it's maybe his family egged him on you know the other day he, he took a stumble um, when he was, um, I didn't know. That. I don't know if he was. Yes, he, I don't know if he was descending um, Air Force One or uh, um, walking up. He took a stumble again, you know, which is a reminder of, you know, his his health, his age. I don't know if his wife put him up to this. I don't know. If, I'm sure everybody had a saying and said, you've got to run, or he just decided, I'm going to run. I'm not going to sit home all day in my yeah. basement. <laughs> but um, that was the turning point. Um, and, and I think from day one, from the time he, he took the inaugural oath, the the, you know, the 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 media has been against him, and um, large swaths of the population have. And, um, you know, he just, he doesn't want to lose supporters. And the Democrats are, are no better. They don't want to lose supporters. That's why they didn't say anything. They didn't condemn the violence from Black Lives Matter. It's all about, you know, uh, voters. And, and, you know, if we can even go one step further with the, the immigration problem, with the, the mass uh, exodus of, uh, from, uh, from, these, uh, from the usual suspect suspected countries you know there's a border we have a border emergency people are uh, coming on mass uh, to our border and the democrats you know want to give them what uh, uh Drivers' licenses and 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 and, and you know, cars money, voting. <laughs> all kinds of yes, money. everything. Yeah, because what does it mean? Potential Democratic voters. I'm saying it. Nope. The, neither party is lily white. Is and well, it, it, the, if you're going to condemn the Republicans, yeah, there's a lot there that I have to criticize because of the this allegiance to Trump and this unwillingness to move on and and to you know to start harping on abortion. I'm not a fan of abortion. I don't like it. I, I, this is a big division in our country, very dis divisive situation. But I, I don't like it. I don't. I, I, I see it as a mur as, as murder. If you're going to take it as far as you know, late late term abortion, that's murder in my in my opinion. I know the whole thing is distasteful. But your Democrats are no better. Everybody's out for power. The Democrats are in power, and look where our country is. Yeah, amazing. Uh, you know, it's. Mm -hmm. I, again, it, it comes down to politics and very partisan politics, and it brings us right back to where we started. And well, a good place to end is on the January 6th hearing the show, January 6th show, mm -hmm. as you uh, mm -hmm. would put it, starring Liz Cheney and uh, Adam Schiff and a bunch of other folks. And B. Davis yes. is Alice. <laughs> and uh, you know. so, yeah, it is a, it, it is a, um, a show for sure. And again, I'm not minimizing what uh, what happened there. It was terrible, uh, what mm -hmm. uh, what happened on Jan January 6th, and I was down there, and um, yeah, I saw I the uh, the callousness. 
of the people not caring uh, uh, about uh, you know about anything that that could happen, not understanding the severity. Uh, give us a final word, at least for now. I'm sure we'll be talking about this in the future. But uh, what do you what do you think we're going to see in the next uh, few days, weeks? I mean, how long is this going to go on? Yeah, I, I'm not sure, but I think there there will be January 6th hearing prime time. Uh, presentation in living color will go on a couple of more weeks and they have a lot to show with to share with us and testimony i mean we saw snippets of ivanka trump and and her husband jared i mean they got them you know front and center you know i don't i don't know if they had a gun to their heads but they were you know they were saying and they were admitting they were that they're, they're that uh that 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 well, her father and his and his father-in-law were it was wrong and uh, this is going to continue. You know, I, I guess they'll, they will issue a report, and that will become public, and the comparisons will be made between that and, and the Watergate hearings. And it's, they want to sear this into our memory, and, and it will be taught, uh, and it will be a lesson about the fragility of our, our, our democracy and, and how we have to protect against um, mob rule, and we have to, we have to uh, cherish and abide by the rule of law that our our founding fathers put into place, uh, because we, we we function by law and order. We function by by a constitution. Thank you for listening each and every week. We'll talk to you next week on the Melissa Itell Jaron Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell-Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.